Hello, everyone, and welcome to Closet Confessions Podcast. On this episode, I have a badass chick joining me. She is in her closet while I am in mine, but she just has a vibe. I started following Lena Samford, and so, Lena, welcome to the Closet Confessions Podcast. Please introduce yourself. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. This is actually the first podcast that I've been on. But like I as a guest? My own yeah, this is the first first one. First guest. Woo! Woo! So I'm really excited. But yeah, I um, am a freelance like photographer, videographer, and just kind of content creator, which is how you found me, I'm sure. And then I'm also the host of my own podcast, Hometown Earth. And um, it's kind of just like a down-to-earth approach to sustainable living. Um, I actually started living sustainably at the beginning of last year and was like, through through my life, I was like, okay, I need to start teaching other people what I know because that's how I learn is learning with other people. So it's been really neat to kind of just share the journey and then go along the same journey with other people who are listening on the show um, but yeah, that's kind of me in a nutshell. Creative so, person. That's what I'm trying. I like the creative vibe. So I'm following that path. <laughs> so, and that is one of the things that most attracted um, you to me, not to be weird, but definitely because I, you definitely have that eye for um, creativity in more than one aspect you know I your photography is just insane your style I just find you very fascinating and that's why I have asked you to be on an episode and then to go into the sustainability I didn't realize that it's only been a year that you've really been you know focusing and practicing on it and one of the things when we first talked and I asked you to talk about this I think I mentioned kind of dumb it down, but not really. I think, at least for me, I'm trying in small ways. And I think that's right. If anybody is number one, acknowledging that this is what we need to start doing. That's first step is, is acknowledging that there is a problem and now how, right. And, but what I found too, even in using like clean beauty products and things like that, you don't have to go gung-ho if that feels too much. Like, if that's just not even possible, there are small sort of steps. But really is what I want to know is what got you started in this whole sustainability and and how are you now a year later where you're at? Yeah, absolutely. Well, so it actually kind of started back when I was running for office down in the Boot Hill in 2016. So a lot of like the issue, I ran for state representative okay. down there and a lot of, you know, the hot button issues that people were talking about, I was talking about, but not really the environment. And so it was something that down in the boot hill, like that wasn't a topic of interest, I feel like. So it really, you know, I kind of was in like learning about it, uh, but didn't really dive right into it. And fast forward to me and my dad having a conversation uh, I guess that was that probably the end of 2019 or so. Um, and he was like, well, what are you doing to like change the world? Because I've always been a person that has wanted to help people and wanted to make change. And he was like, what are you doing? Like, what are you doing now? And I was like, you know what? Like nothing. <laughs> I didn't have an answer. And so I just kind of started to research like what I could do. And I, for some reason, just was like drawn to 
um, trying to live more sustainably because I had seen more things that had been more of a hot button tough topic. So you want to kind of reverse real, or rewind real quick. When you yeah. say, you know, you want to change the world or like, what are you doing? Is that why you ran? Is that- Absolutely. Absolutely. Because I mean, I, my world then was the boot hill and I felt like that that was the best way to kind of help people in my little world down there because it is different. <laughs> so that was absolutely right. I was trying to change the little world down there and, and just make a better life for people that were living there because a lot of people don't have access to like sustainable knowledge or any kind of knowledge as far as like politics and what they should be getting from their representatives or political officials. And so I'm the type of person, if I can do the hard work and then share it so it's easier for others so they don't have to do the hard work, like I'm totally okay with that. Um, so that was, yes, absolutely. That was gotcha. kind of why I wanted to run down there. That makes sense. And then, so, but the sustainability, if if the community there wasn't really talking about it or thinking it was an issue, what is it, what is the thing that triggered you though for that to be like, this is an issue that I want to, that I want to change and talk about? What triggered that? Yeah. So like I said, I was kind of chatting with my dad and it had been more of a hot button issue um, back then. So I'm guessing that was goodness. 2020 is like a void, but (laughs) the end of 2019 was about when it was. um, So anyways, yeah, he um, kind of presented that to me and I had seen, I'd actually watched a bunch of documentaries. So that was how I had got into it. And that's how I still learn quite a bit because I feel like being a creative person and being a visual person, I saw these documentaries and I'm an, I'm an empath like to the T. And so I felt everything that I was watching in these documentaries that other people were seeing and feeling uh, because they weren't, you know, because of our climate and because the, we aren't living in a sustainable, uh, not just here, but like across the world. So yep. that was one thing I was like, okay, this is, I can make, I can start to make a change. So um, I researched it a lot more, ended up kind of like what you said. I kind of jumped all in and then dialed it back a little bit because I was like, you know, it's okay to take things one step at a time. Um, so I went vegan and yeah, I just started learning from there and I do quite a bit of research. I'm not a, a super expert and I don't claim to be because I think to have that uh, down to earth approach and kind of say it like dumb it down. <laughs> I don't want to say it that way. But yeah, I, I know we got to figure out a new term. What's like a good, yeah, better term. That's the thing. It's like, I'm a hometown girl and this is the way I talk. So I'm not, I'm never going to say it like you're listening to a scientist. So I'm going to break it down how it should be. <laughs> right. Right. Well, I love that. And I think too, that, I mean, I'm from a smaller town than Columbia, which, you know, Columbia is it the biggest place. I remember <laughs> when, you know, littering, like before the 80s, people just threw trash out their door, you know, their door windows. And then littering was a big thing. And then, you know, everyone smoked. So then it was Smokey the Bear, like even you can prevent. Wow. And so this is one of yeah. those things that you know, if that friend says, don't throw your gum wrapper out the window then uh-huh. and then you stop or the seatbelt even a seatbelt thing you know that's people oh yeah. i never wore seatbelts well okay but now we know that seatbelts actually are better so just wear them right uh-huh. not convenient to put that seatbelt on and it feels a little restricting but you know what it's better yeah. and i love to your whole transparency of y'all can't be i'm trying to talk like you do it's the cutest <laughs> accent sorry but that you're that you are very transparent and that it's okay but just these small steps. But 
How but, have you grown, you know, since a year ago? What are some yeah. a few small, small, even large changes that you've done? Yep. So I went, uh, I switched to being vegan. Um, and then also just implementing like in my household, I've always grew, like grown up essentially like eating swan's meals i don't know if you know what swan's like the when that truck would come but my mom never got it but the neighbor like the neighbors did and the family was big and i'm only child and i would like it's swan's truck day yeah yeah like the box mac and cheese that was my stuff chicken fingers what everything yeah all the things so i just um really have delved in now into like eating healthier that's one thing that is like really important to me um, and then with the vegan side of things, that takes into account everything as far as just treating people, you know, equitably, treating animals equitably. Um, and then as far as my home life, we've started composting, we recycle, and we had been recycling, but kind of like laissez-faire about it. Um, and so just little things like that are huge that people don't realize um, that they can implement super easy within a year time period, um, and they can really you know, see the changes as far as sustainable living. Yes. And when you say recycling, I mean, I may be wrong. I haven't looked this up in a long time, but I remember as a teenager, my mom, um, well, we, my friends and I to get gas money would take all of the aluminum cans to Gerbs and we would get like five cents for a can. And I mean, or oh, yeah. like parties on the weekend, whoo, we'd throw all those cans in a trash bag, shove them in someone's trunk. Oh, and then God. Monday we had gas money for everyone for the week, you know? Um, and yeah, and, but my mom told, my mom informed me somehow she found out here in Colombia, and I don't know if it's still true. I don't know why it wouldn't be, but that when you, let's say you've got your two liter soda, you need to take the cap off and they each go into a separate thing. Or your, yeah, yeah, your glass jars, you think you're just, or your glass bottles, they all have to be separated because if you put them all in one bag and then it actually just ends up going to the trash, to the dump, it's not. Uh, Yeah, like learning from, um, obviously the city of Columbia or whatever city people are in, uh, like what their recycling habits are, like say for instance, in the Boot Hill, there's like not any recycling, there's no options for recycling. So that's one thing that you kind of almost have to think. And what we've been trying to do as well is reducing completely. So like trying to figure out how can I reuse things? How can I reduce my waste in general? It's not going to be perfect. But then when I go to recycle, I've already read, I've gone to the website on, you know, como.gov. I know what they take. I know rigid plastics, you know, and they've kind of switched up their recycling recently. Um, So I'm not sure how that's going, but definitely trying to reduce is one because yes, a lot of stuff that is recycled, quote unquote, recycled is not actually recycled. So you have to be super about what you're throwing in there or else it could just Well, right. Or, or it could, for me, I think that there's a lot of people when I tell them this, they're like, what? I don't know what you're talking about. I'm like, I could be wrong. This is just what I, you know, was told and believed to be true. But, but so all these years they're throwing their glass bottles, their aluminum bottles, their, you know, newspapers, anything plastic in the same blue that we have here in Columbia bag and setting it out on their trash day and thinking that they are really recycling but they're, but it's not. And so yeah. that's what I think too could be a whole problem. I think a lot of people think that they are and they're not. So now to go on though, you just had 
So you just had some friends in town and hosted a dinner and I saw some images that you snapped and put on Instagram and I love the little details and notice things like that and notice <laughs> that you had some probably fresh cut flowers in it was very chilly. There it was a green chilies. In July. And so I was like, you know what, how can I reuse these in different ways? And that was one way I reused them. So I just Popped the top, poured the chilies out, cleaned it, and that was my base. And how cute was that? I mean, I have a whole collection of glass jars. And Jonathan's (laughs) like, why do we have all this? I'm like, and we use them for all the different things. You never know. I mean, anything from just your water to flowers to um, leftover chicken broth. I know you don't eat chicken, but just broths (laughs) or anything, you know? So, yeah. So, but how? I'm a quarter one thing they don't tell you in adulthood is that you're going to try to collect every glass jar and every nice box that you see. And so that's one thing that I've had trouble with. I'm like, but this is a nice box. I can reuse this. This is a nice can. You know, <laughs> I try to reuse How do you learn? What have you learned? What's some things that you've learned in this whole process? Well, so obviously, yes, you were correct. <laughs> Ring the bell. I have failed many of times in my life and especially in the past. Um, even with like things like the recycling, like you were talking about, that's all something that's like a learning curve that you just have to kind of figure out as you go. Um, and probably through all of those failures, just learn to keep trying. So I know you said a lot of people give up and I think that's because we're very hard on ourselves as human beings. And we think, well, I messed up. Like that's it. I think we think other people are going to perceive us as failures and we perceive ourselves as failures. So trying to, one thing that I've learned from that is like it is huge to give yourself grace and realize like you know what I messed up and that's okay and that's a very hard skill to learn but if you're actively realizing like that's what's happening in your mind and one thing that I've learned especially you mentioned learn cold like mindfulness is just trying to practice like here are these thoughts that are coming through my head and that's okay and I know what I want and I know what will make my life better and the world better so I'm going to continue on this path and that's kind of what's motivated me to keep going even though I mess up you know it's it's totally okay to do that and um, that's it's a tough lesson to learn but yes giving yourself grace is probably the biggest thing that I've learned out of my failures absolutely yeah, I, I and I agree, obviously. And to couple that too, I think in those situations, it's one of those things I've been trying to say with this whole, if you want to start going sustainable, more sustainable, it, it's not going to happen overnight. Not everything. Yeah. So with that whole, like, if you call it a fail or the, but more the giving yourself grace, start somewhere, you know, just, Absolutely. or, or don't. <laughs> I always say this at some point, or don't start if you don't want to. You don't have to, but, you know, there's going to be times where you can't, or it's just not possible, but it doesn't mean that these small, little, slow ways to continue to do, and once you start, I could see someone in their head saying, forget it, I can't, I have to use the paper towels, so now I have, I can't even do anything sustainable, and that's just not true, you have to just continue to work through it. Our refrigerator right now, our main refrigerator isn't working, it hasn't been working, it's been over a week. And so, thankfully, gratefully, we have one out in the garage that when we bought the house, we didn't think worked. So we bought a new one, but then it started working. So then we had this garage fridge. 
So, but for over a week, when we need something out of the refrigerator, you have to go out to the garage. It's just the garage. And I just oh, keep no. telling myself, people lived without a refrigerator. Like, this oh, is yeah. really not. At least we have. And I think, yeah, absolutely. And I think that you touched on, like, a really good topic is, you know, people say, like, I can't do this or I failed and that's it. And I think it's how we talk to ourselves. So, we kind of have to reprogram, like, how we're talking to ourselves, you know, instead of saying like I failed say I'm doing the best I can right now and I'm going to pick this back up and that can be a complete game changer um just deciding like I'm going to talk to myself in a different way because we know like those those little demons in our head that try to tell us negative things about our you know body image or about other people and we just can't those are very strong so I, I think that if we listened and tried to be more mindful and see those thoughts as they're coming and switch it to something that's more positive and uh, something that will actually benefit us. And that's, that's an even stronger response than those negative feelings. So definitely hard to do, but I talk about that all the time. It's, well, it's pivoting, but it's also that negative self-talk. And I don't think that any human being will ever be on a level that they don't have that negative self-talk, but it is those moments to pivot and one thing, a couple of things I've been practicing, I think I said it in my podcast with Jarrell, but I said, when I start talking to myself like that, I find a mirror and I look at myself and I say, would you talk to someone you love that way? Would you talk like yeah. that to them? And I'm like, no, Nicole, I, no, you know, the devil voice. You wouldn't. Yeah. So that's one practice. But another practice is to go back specifically in those moments of trying to work towards being more sustainable. If you feel that right, you're in a situation at the time that you can't be instead of getting down on yourself, because also it may be a situation you can't actually control, but instead of getting down on yourself, think of three things that you've done in the past. However long it has been that you've started to be more sustainable. Think about those. And it's the same with just thinking about being grateful. You can't be overwhelmed and you know, you can't be anxious or frustrated at the same time as being grateful, thankful, and positive. So, but it is, yeah, but it is. So, So what are your biggest tips for people who want to either start to be sustainable or be more sustainable? Like, me I'm trying to get yeah more. well obviously make small changes at a time I mean we've both kind of said that already but I think that's a huge step because you do get overwhelmed with everything and if you do make one change at a time like you said if this is like okay this isn't going to work for me then you're able to like dial that back and say what what might work for me let me try something else um and so making the small changes helps you from getting overwhelmed and just kind of like get shutting down completely yep um so yeah implementing the small changes at a time and kind of building on that because you will see your progress after time has went by um is a huge thing making a plan so you know trying to create those healthy habits and a plan for for that so say for instance your laundry example like maybe you put it into your routine to make things a little bit easier for yourself which takes some time uh, but trying to make a plan for like what you want to do and how you plan to achieve it is is another big thing um, that a lot of people miss. And they just think, you know, like we said, oh, well, I failed. And it's like, did you have a plan? Did you have a plan, a, a backup plan? How are you going to track it? How are you going to pick yourself back up? Um, so that's part of it as well. And then, like we said, give yourself grace and keep going um, because that is such a huge thing. I think a, a lot of people... Um, just see that they're not 
they think that individual change like doesn't make a difference and that's one of my biggest things i'm like yes i want to shake you like it does make such a big difference um so if you continue that like you're doing you're doing great sweetie like (laughs) i love it you know um so giving yourself grace and just picking yourself back up is the and it seems so easy it's like make a plan small Mm -hmm. changes give yourself grace but those are huge like and people think small things don't matter and they do so they definitely do. I mean, it sounds like, you know, I think it's the same principles towards anything that you're trying to do better in your life. It can be applied to eating healthier, yes. uh, working out, um, t- self-care, you know, anything positive at the end of the day. Yeah. You know what? It's not easy. If it was easy, then everybody would be doing it and we'd be living in this world Absolutely. where everything's easy and everything is perfect. Turns out that's yeah. not, but that's not where we're, I make Chex Mix every Christmas. Everyone knows I have to buy mixed nuts, like in big jars and so, or big canisters. They're like canisters. Uh-huh. So what I do is I peel that label off and then that's what the Chex Mix individually. And I put like a, you know, a burlap ribbon and Merry Christmas on it yeah. versus like, I like, <laughs> why would I go buy new containers to send this to people? That's so true. And so, yes, but that's I a small, that. easy way. I think yes. the other thing is keep your eyes open because there are, so, like you and your tablescape, you saw that there was an opportunity to just reuse the can, right. you know? And so I think if we can keep our eyes open, keep it in the forefront, it really doesn't have to be so hard or um, seem so big because there's small ways right. everywhere around us. What are some resources that you found and that you use? Yeah, so um, obviously, like I said, what got me started was documentaries. Um, I feel like that that is something that anybody, we're all watching TV anyways. Let's just be completely honest. So you might as well put something on and learn from it. <laughs> and so watching documentaries is huge. And I feel like it is such an easy resource for people. Like people who, if you want to be eco lazy, like you can sit in front of your TV and learn something. Do you have a couple documentaries or at least one that you can just like throw out to give right now? Yeah. So I recently watched something in the water with Elliot page. That one was really neat. Game changers. I'd say was a huge one for me because it just like explains things so well and kind of puts things in a different perspective for people. So I'll just, I'm going to give that tidbit and let you run with it. Perfect. I think people, when they're curious about something, they're like, okay, let me check this out. Uh, But yeah, obviously those two are pretty, pretty big, but there's, there's lots of docuseries, Um, anything David Attenborough, he just came out with a new documentary that was really good. Um, and if, you know, if David Attenborough is standing up saying something like needs to change, we need to listen. Right. <laughs> I would say documentaries first. And then another thing that like is really helpful and easy for people um, is to follow. Like I think following reliable sources and um, accounts on social media is a huge thing because we are what we consume. And so if we're every day on social media seeing stuff that's like buy this, buy this, buy this. If you can start to like curate what you're seeing uh, as, you know, these are people that are wanting me to live a healthier life and trying to teach me how to do that or, you know, trying to educate me on different topics. Like that's a huge resource that's free if you have a phone. I know, you know, not everybody has that, but um, I think that's a really big resource. And then 
finally literally just google like google things i do google scholar more so than anything so it's like you know more reliable scholarly um, papers if you're like me i'm like writing research papers pretty much every week um you know with my podcast um so it's it's a really helpful tip if you want just like credible uh, credible sources it's the credible sources it's like the credible sources. And I think that's what a lot of people have had trouble with too, is like, what, who do I believe? What do I believe? And so if you're able to like do, if you have the time to do that research yourself and maybe you do one a month and say, you know what, I'm going to learn about this this month. And that could be your goal that your small action that you're taking is just to learn one new thing every month um, that will help you to be better. And I think that's a good option for people as well. I think that's extremely um Uh, beneficial and um, useful knowledge and information because we are in the closet. When when was the last time you got really drunk? Oh my gosh. And and, and so drunk and so drunk so drunk that you did something you'd be embarrassed to tell but you could give us just like the preview of that show. yeah honestly probably the cantina that's it was 2020 like like a, like everybody I didn't go out but I never got like crazy in my house um but yeah with having friends in and I'm vaccinated feeling good I was like you know what let's just have a good time and definitely just throwing dollar bills everywhere you know that's that's whatever is a good time taking shots uh that's probably as risque as I get but that's because I'm a little bit older now, my body is like, you know what? No, honey, we're, we're going to just pass out instead of you doing anything that's like detrimental to your, to your health or your reputation. So that's it. That's about it. Hitting the sheets is the craziest thing I've done recently oh. when drunk. Okay. So a couple things. Did you say finding dollars everywhere? <laughs> you know, you never know what pops out. Oh, so, after the know, night, you party. mean. <laughs> Yeah, just in the house though but it's like what's in what's in this drawer what are you doing what let's pull everything out so right and then, it's always a good i've been saying too lately it's like the um it's like the r kelly like my mind is telling me yes but my body's telling yes. me no you know that kind of thing like oh, we think we're yeah, still we like, still got we are creative people it's like let's pull out a camera and take photos and then the next day i'm like oh no sweetie like you did not look good in any one of those do you remember those yeah. like, so. thank goodness it wasn't like the send that into walmart and wait 24 hours or oh, two my. hours to get it and be like we wasted yeah. an entire uh disposable camera last yes. night well, like a, i actually just did that the other day i have one from new york about a year and a half ago i think it was and i'm like i have absolutely no clue what is on this and i'm just praying that in 14 7 to 14 business days that it comes back and i had my stuff together you know <laughs> instead of the other option which is not at all so right right but thank goodness for that oh that is great and then you said hitting the sheets yeah like there is nothing better right than just yeah i mean we i That's- i could well actually i've always been like a homebody but you know, there's those times where you're like, it's just, I got to just sleep here for just like, you know, sleep here until, and then just till yeah. I can crawl. I can sleep where I'm like, I'm tired. I'm going to bed. I don't care where I'm at. I'm like, I'm going to take a quick nap, sitting up and it will be just fine. And y'all can all just like 
enjoy it because no. I am. Yeah, but I can't do that. I'm like, I need to wash my face. I need to brush my teeth. Oh, I need yeah. to, you know, prep my yes. bed. I'll my- for sure. Make sure I'm charging my phone, like all the things. Just like, yeah. yeah. I love it. Me too. Well, (laughs) I so much appreciate it. So one little last, just give us one little last thing about sustainability. You could only give like. Yeah, so I think that one of the most important things that I feel like um, I could get across to people is that sustainable living is not just recycling. It's not just composting. It's like they're doing the things that make your body healthier and your mind healthier will inevitably end up that you're doing things that are better and more sustainable for the planet. Like they are so interconnected that once you start to realize like you're doing things for yourself, you're also doing things to help the planet and your neighbors. And I think that that's a a huge thing that people don't realize is taking care of yourself is also taking care of others. So if you get anything out of this episode, (laughs) that, that is probably it. I love it. Um, Thank you so much, Lena. You are just, you guys, she is literally like exactly how she is. Her accent and her just bright face. So I appreciate you all. I appreciate you, Lena. But I appreciate you all listening. And please stay tuned to the next episode of Closet Confessions. Yes.